Welcome everyone to another episode of Vertical Reality. I am your host, Tania Riaga, and I'm incredibly grateful to be here today again. Remember that the Instagram of the podcast is vertical.reality, and if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or anything you would like to share, you can do so there. I am very excited about today's episode as an amazing guest is here with us today, Dr. Mandeep Rai. And I am such a big fan of hers and her incredible book called The Values Compass, what 101 countries teach us about purpose, life, and leadership. So, broadcast journalist Dr. Mandeep Rai takes us on a journey through her book across 101 countries, highlighting a unique value that has defined each nation's history and culture and how we can apply these values to find purpose and fulfillment in our own lives. Let me just say how much I love this book and how much it has helped me realize my own values, whether it was values I grew up with or values that changed with time and also with getting to know myself and the world better. Her book is such a big deal, not only because of her incredible way of writing, but also, heads up guys, this book was recommended by both the Dalai Lama and Deepak Chopra. So that's huge. The Dalai Lama said, quote, The values compass takes us into the hearts, minds, and traditions of the cultures and people of the world. It demonstrates how interconnected we are and how the divisions that exist between us stem from acting with narrow self-interest rather than concern for the good of our human family. I hope that the book will contribute to making our world a happier place. And Deepak Chopra said, The Values Compass is a fresh, engaging, and eye-opening guide to understanding ourselves and others in the most profound and practical ways. If that doesn't give you the urge to go read this book right now, I don't know what will. But we are missing a key element here to get you completely hooked to this book, and that is the brains, heart, soul, and mind that wrote it. Dr. Mandeep Rai is a global authority on values, working with companies, institutions, and individuals around the world. She has traveled to more than 150 countries and reported as a journalist for the BBC World Service. She began her career in private banking and later worked for the United Nations, the European Commission, and grassroots NGOs before setting up the United Arab Emirates First Media Venture Capital Fund. Mandeep studied philosophy, politics, and economics, has a master's in development from the London School of Economics, and completed an MBA at London Business School with a year at Harvard Business School and MIT. She also holds a PhD in global values. Wow. (laughs) So you can see why I feel so incredibly honored that she's here today. And I forgot to mention that we met through a webinar where she was the speaker and I was watching it with my dad. We both felt so enlightened after her conversation and I generally could talk about her the whole day, but that's not the point. So I'm just going to introduce her and get on with it. So welcome, doctor. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you for having me. I'm extremely excited to be here, um, especially because of the way we met, the fact that you heard me speak, the fact that you and your father um, were inspired and the fact that it then led to this podcast recording. I feel that the synchronicity in this speaks volumes and in fact is very aligned to 
the book that we'll be speaking about, my book called The Values Compass. So thank you. Thank you again. So let's start with the questions. What is a value? How would you describe it? I love this question. My definition of a value is anything that you value. Something that you think is truly important. Something that perhaps drives you, motivates you, is core to your well-being or your sense of purpose. It's something that you would live by and potentially even die for. It's something that is integral to you and if you were to follow those particular values or pursuits for your entire life, you wouldn't tire. They are both a combination of being part of your nature and part of your nurture, as in they're created sometimes in our DNA, as in I know children who are born in a particular way. But in other cases, you also find that there are certain instances that happen normally before you're 18 to help shape specific values inside of you. Why did you make your book about values? The journey of how my book came to be focused around values is twofold. One, I could see that we are always making our decisions and living our lives by our values. And yet, if I were to ask you what your values are, and indeed even ask, what do you value? It's a very difficult question to answer. And in fact, we don't even speak in this way. We don't even use the word value or values so often. And yet, it is an absolutely essential word if one is to think about, one, what is important in their lives, and two, what are the push and pull factors when they are making decisions? Often their values. So when you're making a decision, it could be a minor decision as to how you spend your day or a major decision as to who you marry or where you live or where you choose to work. All these decisions are made as a tussle between our values and we have to almost play a game with ourselves or thrash it out between the values to see which value comes up first or triumphant and that value would then determine the decision we make. What the values compass does is that it helps you crystallise what is most important to you in the forefront so that you're not having to come at each decision with the same quandary every single time but rather you've done the thinking for a particular period in your life beforehand. And so then, for all the minor decisions that you're making, they can fit in quite harmoniously into the bigger picture that you've crafted or have decided is important or valuable to you. I'm so curious to know, but how did you choose a value for each of the 101 countries you visited? Well, one, I have visited each and every one of these places and often would be, well, always would be struck by something either inspirational or um, an incredible way of being that the people had. In each place, I felt as though I was taught a lesson or took something away with me that changed me fundamentally as a person. And when I began to reflect as to what these traits or characteristics or ways of being were, 
I began to realise more and more that they were centred around a specific value. I believe that humanity always wants to evolve into its very best self, but how we do this is often predetermined by our context as social, political, geographic, cultural, historical context in which we live in. And even though we are very much global citizens, still, when you land in a new country, you will see that there's a certain way of being that is different to its neighbour or is different from where you come from. I believe that every nation has its own unique culture and we're particularly seeing that right now during this pandemic when each and every nation is exemplifying the very culture that I identify in the book. But this is not about the culture of just countries, but also encourages you to look at the culture of companies and the culture of communities and the culture of your family and indeed the culture that you decide to live by within your own life. So although this is a macro, takes a macro look at the world through a journey around the world, it takes an even more important journey inside into the individual so that you can be truly true to your values. Why are values so important and how can we apply this knowledge with what we are going through in this global pandemic? Values are important because they are the, the jewels, the gems, the virtues, the foundation or building blocks by which we live our lives. And yet, this is all playing out in our subconscious. We rarely, if ever, take time to really consider either what our values are or what our family's values are or what our peer group's values are or what our company values are or what our community's values are. And yet, if you were to do that, if you were to even think about just your own and, let's say, your partner's values or the values of the person in front of you, you would have a greater understanding of, one, what's important to you but more importantly, what's important to the other and why. Companies have found that when they focus on their values, it makes a profound difference because employees know that they're working for a much bigger objective. They're working for, let's say, respect and integrity or freedom and intellectual knowledge. So, for example, in the case of Deutsche Telekom, they'll be working for respect and integrity and won't stop until there is true connectivity. Or in the case of Levi Strauss, the jeans company, they stand for originality and innovation. Or in the case of the BBC, they stand for independent and impartial journalism. So in each and every case, you feel as though you're working for a greater, higher ideal. And what you find is then how you turn up or how you show up is with much greater passion and enthusiasm for not only the work that you have to do that day, but you show up in this way in each and every environment that you choose to be in because you've decided that this resonates with your values. And how can you apply this knowledge for part B with what we are going through in the global pandemic? There are so many ways we can think about or consider our values during this global pandemic. We're seeing a real global shift in values. For example, before in the so-called old world, pre-COVID-19, it seemed normal to be competitive or to even hoard or to think of the individual first. Whereas now, we're seeing that 
when countries aren't sharing medical supplies, or when people aren't being supportive of one another, or when individuals or companies or countries are not collaborating, it's almost painful to see. And so we're seeing that different values are expected right now and wanted. Values of compassion, collaboration, connectivity, community, care. And these values, I hope, and many others do around me, that these values will be the values that stay, that will be the values that transform our planet so that we have air that's fresher and more breathable, so that we have seas and waters that are not full of plastic but are cleaner and a greater habitat for coral and the wildlife, so that we have a safe communities in which to bring up our children and we're not rushing for consumerism's sake. I think we will hopefully have a more thoughtful society and a society that values looking after one another and being innovative and being considerate. I think we are already seeing these values play out in these virtual workplaces that we are creating in accepting that people will be working from home and seeing and taking a glimpse into one another's lives. Already we're seeing that there's a shift in compassion and caring and curiosity and collaboration. How can we use your book to find our own values and redefine our values? The way you can use the values compass to find your own values and redefine your values is simple but yet powerful. This technique is used in companies, in institutions, in places like schools and governments, and even within an individual. And the tool or technique is simply that as you go through the book, you will find you are exposed to many different values. And there is about a 15 to 20 minute process at the end of the book, which helps you whittle down from all those possible 100 plus values down to your top 20. And then by asking you specific questions and making sure that you play this out or work through this with specific people in your life, you're then able to whittle it down from your top 20 or 15 values to your top five. There's then a small process which enables you to prioritize those top five. You have to devalue some values in order to value others. If everything, if all top five or if all five were at equal footing or at an equal level, it would be difficult to know which is more important. But there has to be a hierarchy because otherwise it becomes confusing and too much to handle. It is very powerful when you know they have been ordered and you know which is number one, most powerful or important to you and which is least. Not to say that it's not important, it's made it into your top five, but it's not your priority. And that is really refreshing and makes a big difference to when you're coming to make decisions and to how you live your life. And lastly, I guess we're all just curious to know, how does it feel that both Deepak Chopra and the Dalai Lama recommended your book? Well, naturally makes me feel that one, I am truly blessed but two, um, that I've been on this journey for a very long time. Both of those, I'd say they're almost more than people, uh, both of those demigods in our society have known me for nearly 20 years. And so for them, it was a matter of, ah, finally the book is coming out. Yes, we want to read it. 
and after reading it they naturally had some had some things to say um so this endorsement didn't come overnight and and more i think was a relief that the book was actually good <laughs> and better than they thought and of value excuse the pun for society so the dalai lama said that it led to um that the book alone led to greater fulfillment success and happiness of people and deepak chopra also found it to be um ins- insightful and engaging and his quote is used for the front cover of the thousands of books that are now being printed across different languages around the world so it's a true blessing and very humbled and extremely beyond grateful for their support and belief in me and the project over many 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 years if it wasn't for them this book would not exist not because of their endorsement but because of their support and encouragement and facilitation every single step of the way so that was a great question tanya thank you so much for having me um it's been an absolute pleasure i hope you are inspired to now think about and pursue your own values and that everyone on this call has a chance to uh go through the process get the book and go through the process and if you have any issues at all please feel free to reach out to me and the book should be available on Amazon and in your local bookstore but of course we're in the pandemic so the world is not quite the same and if the ebook and audiobook or for whatever reason you can't get a physical book or any of those other versions then please feel free to reach out to me i am at www.mandeep-rai.com i wish you all well and hope that you have a wonderful values based journey so there you have it Thank you so much again doctor. This was incredibly insightful and um I am so honored that you're here in vertical reality. Until next time dear friends, hold your values close, reassess and I really really recommend for anyone that hasn't read this book to actually go read it. It has redefined so many things in my life and um has questioned maybe certain values that have come from my culture. and also has helped me redefine values through looking at other cultures and looking at this book and um adding new values as well. So, this is what this episode is about and I thank you all for listening and for being here and especially to Dr. Mandeep Rai for being here as well. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful. Until next time. Mm-hmm.